listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FN Nation? Jonathan Pemba here with James Grande, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here for Tuesday's six-game main slate. Uh, and James, again, uh, some pretty interesting matchups, but a lot of injury news already to get to, including uh, it seems like half the top players on this slate uh, have already either been ruled out or are questionable uh, to play. You know, running down the, the quick list here, Harden, is questionable. Kyrie Irving is out. LeBron James is out. Steph Curry is out. We know Anthony Davis is out. We know Kevin Durant uh, is out there as well. We're dealing with questionable statuses on players like Lonzo Ball uh, as well. You know, for a small slate, there's a lot of news that we already are waiting for. Yeah, and I'm not sure we're going to get it before lock, at least some of it. So <clears throat> hopefully we do. Hopefully we're fortunate enough. But uh, thanks, Portland, Brooklyn, for being at 10 o'clock start tonight. Right. We will not know. Well, hopefully we'll know, but we probably won't know the hard and sad still game time. So uh, maybe have Lillard and some extra cash available for a hot swap if Harden gets ruled in there uh, in your you know guard util spot. However, you're going to build that out there on FanDuel or DraftKings. Uh, 232 game total on that one, just a three and a half point spread. Uh, Philadelphia and Golden State, the other 10 o'clock game, 216 and a half game total there, four points. Uh, underdogs, Golden State are at home. We have Phoenix and Miami, 215.5 total in that one. Lakers and Pelicans, 221 game total there. Uh, Denver, Orlando, 216.5. Orlando potentially trading Aaron Gordon, Evan Fournier, hot in the trade rumors here two days away from the trade deadline. Could be a little risky to include them in any lineups today. Uh, and then the Wizards and the Knicks, uh, 224 game total there. We got Russell Westbrook playing in the Mecca. Uh, our own creative narrative here, I think, Grant. I think we're the ones that sort of uh, started this one. Maybe we don't even really know if it holds true, but star players playing in Madison Square Garden <laughs> feel like they always have huge performances. More than likely, it's because the Knicks have been trashed for so long as well. Uh, but Russell Westbrook playing really well right now, getting to go in, uh, play against the Knicks in uh, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, it's hard to fade Russ today john um it's hard to fade him right now in current form we've got nine double or triple doubles in his last 10 games we've gotten let's see three straight over 60 DraftKings points we got five straight over 59 DraftKings points knicks have been good defensively but it doesn't really matter right now you know so is utah so is milwaukee and westbrook didn't have a problem with those matchups either so um yeah give me russ I think he is the top spend-up point guard if you're not including James Harden in that category because he's point guard eligible on DraftKings. Um, right. So I do uh, think... Russ do is think, uh, 11-1 on FanDuel. What's his DraftKings price? He's 10-8 on DraftKings. It's up there. That's, that's getting up I mean, there. it's expensive, but it's warranted. He's going for six... He's even he's surpassing 5x value at current price. Sure. It was ten. I mean, it was ten seven the other day. He gave you seventy. So, uh, <laughs> you know, who are you to uh, totally argue that? It's a good matchup, like we mentioned uh, against the Knicks. Even though the Knicks do play better defensively, and you know they've been a slower paced uh, team. Um, yeah, Russ right now prime form. Uh, next healthy guard uh, over on Fanduel, Dame Lillard is at ninety four hundred now. Whether or not James Harden plays, like this is a, an amazing spot for Lillard, and ninety four hundred feels like. One of the cheapest prices we've gotten for Lillard in some time. 
Uh, he's 10K over on DraftKings. Um, again, a really, you know, he was 10 5 the slate before that, 10 9, 11, 10 8, 10 3. So, like, you know, we're getting almost a thousand dollar drop off from Lillard over on pretty much both sites, uh, it seems like. And I know the return of CJ McCollum, um, maybe has some people shying away, but I'm also looking at, uh, you know, some of the recent matchups against Dallas where the production has been down. Dallas has been decent in terms of going up against point guards. Um, you know, but it was just a few slates ago we saw him go for almost 70 against the Pelicans. I, I think Lillard at 94 is kind of a bargain. Definitely a bargain. Um, it is worth noting 2% usage decrease with CJ McCollum on the floor, um, but he averages more fantasy points per minute when you factor in Yusuf Nurkic is also not there. So, um, you know, you lose the, the usage battle with McCollum returning, but gain in fantasy points per minute with Nurkic off the floor. So, um, I think he's more than fine at 94, and Brooklyn, it's a pace of spot, and Brooklyn's tw- 25th in defensive rating this year. So I do love Lillard, 9,400. I'm willing to pay 10K for him on DraftKings, so I'll definitely uh, have some exposure at 94 over on Fandle. Are we ever going to get to a point, I mean, I, like, without Joel Embiid, like, these should be Ben Simmons games, right? Like, he had one. Yeah. But... He against the Knicks, 16, 8, and 4 in 37 minutes, you know, 30 fantasy points. You know, I guess two of his last three games in Struggle City have been against the Knicks as well. But San Antonio, really good game uh, matchup for point guards, only 32 fantasy points. You know, I want to play Ben Simmons in this matchup, but I, I don't know if I can pull the trigger here. The performances just haven't been there. The, the numbers, the outlying numbers say no, but... He still averages 1.23 fantasy points per minute without Embiid, which is only slightly behind Tobias Harris, who's 1.27. And we're jumping at the gun to play um, Tobias Harris. So I I don't think we should just write Simmons off, but I I do express the same concerns, like why are we not getting more from Simmons, especially if we're going to pay 88. So I I think he's more of a tournament play, honestly. it's probably a little contrarian, contrarian on the site, um, but I would limit my exposure to tournaments just be due to the inconsistencies we're getting. But I, again, I wouldn't fully write Simmons off. I do think he's in play, and I fully expect to have him in my playbook today. Uh, if we're looking in the middle tier here, um, what are your feelings on Chris Paul? I haven't played a ton of Chris Paul this year because Phoenix has been in situations where they're just blowing out teams. Um, you know, I played Paul when there was no Devin Booker, but Devin Booker is back and playing really well. But this matchup against Miami to me feels like it could be a competitive game. Um, and one where this could be a, a, a game where Chris Paul has success. Does he appeal to you at all in this mid tier? Um, sure. Uh, like I prefer Jamal Murray in the mid tier in tournaments, especially. I, I love attacking Orlando. Uh, we've made a good chunk of change attacking Orlando this year, and Murray's in really good form. So, like, I lean Murray's way. I lean Dennis Schroeder's way in the mid-tier. Yeah, Schroeder against the Pelicans is, is, is a nice draw there with no LeBron. Right. So, like, Chris Paul's fine. I just prefer the other the other two names I mentioned. Um, so, I think they're all in play. Prefer Murray, I'm sure. Uh, rank these guys who are getting price bumps due to injuries. You mentioned Dennis Schroeder's at 7K on FanDuel. Uh, Jordan Poole is $6,500 now on FanDuel. And Shake Milton 
is fifty seven hundred dollars on Fanduel. I, I think you said last time Pool was a shooting guard only. Is that no? He's gotten. He has now gotten uh, point guard eligibility. Nice. Fifty six hundred point guard shooting guard on DraftKings. So he's fifty six hundred. Wow. Schroeder is sixty six hundred, and Shake is fifty five. So kind of similar pricing here. Um, how do you rank those three guys in terms of their current roles? Uh, Schroeder won 27% use rate over a fantasy point per minute with both LeBron and Davis off the floor. I would probably go Shake 2. Um, and I know it's like probably a little contrarian because Jordan Poole has been really good. I was going to say, Poole has been fantastic. I, and I guess I said this to you and Justin Fensterman. Can like the shooting continue to be this good? And it has. So like that's checked out. Um, but Shake also has been great. You mentioned Seth, uh, Seth Curry will be out. Shake has a massive usage rate without Joel Embiid on the floor this year. Um, and he scored 21 and 28 points res- himself, and he's cheaper than Poole. So I'm going to go, and, and I like all of them. It's not to say, like, I'm ranking one through three, and I, I want to throw Jordan Poole out of the out of the equation. I just go Schroeder, Milton, Poole. I don't want to pay 6500 for Jordan Poole. I don't. Um, I will pay 56 for him on DraftKings, however. Uh, if we find out Elf Payton is ruled out, and I know Rose has been cleared, but he's likely... He's not going to play, yeah. He's not yeah, yeah. Uh, FanDuel finally moved Emmanuel Quigley back to point guard. He's been a shooting guard forever. Uh, $4,700 for quickly probable tonight against Wizards. Yeah, you think you'd have to. Uh, he's 58 on DraftKings. I think that's a little steep. You can do it. But for that price tag is kind of a miss, 47 on... Uh, Does the, do the minutes worry you at all? I mean, 26 and 25 the last couple of games against Philly. You know, these should be... I feel like these should be opportunities for him to play a bunch. But we saw Alec Burks get run at guard. We saw Julius Randle basically play point forward the other day. You know, like, what is it recently about quickly that seemingly has him less effective than earlier this year where he was going off? I don't know. Um... I don't know, but if there was ever a get-right spot... That's why I feel, right? It's it's Washington. I mean, let's face it. Philly is a very good defensive unit, right? So, shooting 33%, like, Ben Simmons played 37 minutes in that game, a, a guy people are largely considering to be the defensive player of the year this year. So, like, clearly, like, that could have played a role. So, I'm not ready to write him off against Washington, Um we know quickly he can fill it up when he gets going. So, forty seven hundred is a must, I think. If if Peyton sits, do you think he is a a premium play at fifty eight though? If Elf sits, like, is that something that you're ch- like chomping at the bit to to play? Um, that's tough. Fifty eight is fifty eight is not cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap. I agree with you. It's not cheap. Plus, we don't know this. St- I mean, well, we won't know, but like, if Harding does get ruled out, we know Kyrie is already out. We know Shamit's already out. Like, we're going to be looking Tyler Johnson, Chris Chizoa, Bruce Brown. Like, those guys are going to be more valuable, I think, than than potentially quickly would be at his price. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, you know, especially FanDuel, Johnson uh, is 39 and Chizoa's mid price. So, like, um, and we've seen at times, you know, Chizoa, when when he starts and actually gets, like, decent run, like, he's been a pretty solid producer. Now it's been few and far between. But, <laughs> um, you know, that's 
you know, the, the upside could be there for a mid-price play. Last time oh. over 20 minutes, he put up 23.25 DraftKings points on one of each shooting. That's Chris Chisoa, So, Yep. Um, where are you on uh, the shooting guard? You obviously know Harden against Portland would be a lock and load. Um, but where are you on the next tier? I mean, do you believe in what we've seen out of Devin Booker lately? Uh, do you Bradley Beal, you know, bounce back potential spot here for the Knicks? McCollum's still limited, but he's been productive. You know, Wiggins without Curry has been really good. You know, where are we looking here? So at Beal is fine for tournaments. I don't love it. Next lengthy defenders could give him a problem. I assume RJ Barrett would be the man with the assignment, and I think that length could give him problems. Devin Booker is okay. We don't love attacking Heat guards, but he has been really good, man. I mean, three of the last four games, he's scored 26 or more actual. He's given us 40 or more fantasy points. Um, but that's like not a lot of wiggle room at 79, and it's something that you mentioned to me the other day where there just feels like there's better plays. Uh, and I think the better plays are to the guys directly below it. I do think CJ McCollum, this is the first time I'm going to look at McCollum since being back. And he played 28 minutes in that first Dallas game that was competitive. And he was likely going to top that again if that game stayed close the second time around, right? He just played 24 and they lost by 40. So I think we could see 30, 30 minutes out of McCollum. A 7,400, it's a price that I'm comfortable paying um especially if we get back to the version we saw earlier in the year he was clearly playing the best basketball of his career uh earlier this season so i mean he's shooting 43 percent from three for crying out loud so i i like mccullum and obviously no steph curry we go to andrew wiggins apparently now because apparently andrew wiggins is now the greatest player in the world now that he's alone right i mean he's been pretty dang good the last two games uh, 66 and 38 fantasy points sans Curry, and we know Curry's out again. So uh, I think the next tier below, like, Booker Beal is where I'm looking in Wiggins and McCollum. Yeah, I, I mean, where are you with Townhorn Tucker? What's he? One, he's 6K now on FanDuel. Um, on DraftKings, he's 5,500. Are you a believer in him? I think we should be, at least in tournaments. Um he can score, man, and the Lakers need scoring. So I think you can go there. I think he'll be pretty popular, but I do think he's viable in tournaments. Small forward only on, on uh, DraftKings, however. Uh, where else in the mid-tier do you like? Um, I like the guys on the Knicks if we find out Alfred Payton's out. I mean, probably like them regardless. Uh, Reggie Bullock played 46 minutes. I know it was overtime in Philly, but he played 46 minutes. I think that is very hard to ignore, especially considering he is going up against Washington. Uh, so I would be looking at Reggie Bullock. Um, I can't say I love the rest of the position. I guess it's interesting. For uh, Korkmaz played 28 minutes. Uh, I guess the the one the one thing we're awaiting is the Lonzo ball news because if Lonzo sits, we're going to lock and load um, Nikela Alexander Walker, who's $4,400. hundred percent. And you, we weren't playing really him anyways yep. uh, against like, Portland. We, we were on him in that first Portland game yep. where he went for 33. So like, yeah, I, I'm in on NAW regardless, but obviously he becomes as elite as it gets 
in terms of value if, uh, in fact, Lonzo's ruled out. And it's 7.30, so we should, you know, we should know ahead of time whether he's going to play. And I'll throw out Bruce Brown as well, who probably will get some bump, get a bump and run without Kyrie Irving. Yep. Uh, let's go over to the small forward position. Jimmy Buckets, 9,500 now, no longer almost 11K. Uh, tough matchup against Phoenix, but, I mean, he continues to be very good. Uh, Brendan Ingram in a revenge spot appeal, appeals to me more than Butler, to be quite honest. I don't think I'm going to go there with Butler over 9K, but uh, in Phoenix, you can if you want. I prefer Ingram, personally. Yeah, that's fine. I think that's that's fair. Um, yeah, that's revenge narrative game there, too, for him, which is something we like to consider. Not touching Fournier. Kuzma, as I mentioned, now a small forward on FanDuel, 6500 Michael Porter, 6500 And RJ Barrett, $6,200. Uh, Barrett got off to a terribly slow start the other day and then still finished with 33 fantasy points running uh, some strong games lately. Yeah, um, so Kuzma moving to small forward, definitely interesting, definitely appealing. Hasn't been great lately, but we know the production can and likely will be there uh, without Davis LeBron. Definitely down um, down with Michael Porter, especially now we're getting extended minutes, 31, 42, 35 29. So four straight games of 29 or more minutes. It's all we've ever asked for. We know the scoring's going to be there. Uh, so Michael Porter definitely in play. And now R.J. Barrett, I think, is super safe. I think R.J. Barrett projects as probably one of the highest-owned players for the slate. 6,600 against Washington. Uh, R.J. Barrett's my cash game guy in that group, and I think Michael Porter's my tournament, my tournament darling of those three. Yeah, I agree with you 100% here. Yeah, uh, for the value tier, um, you know, for for me, we, we, we've been riding a lot of Danny Green. Uh, I think we can certainly continue to go there. He's 5,400 against Golden State. Um, I like Josh Hart, a guy that I think is great for GPPs, um, tends to pop at times. And if you get the games where the scoring comes with the rebounding and other stats, uh, he can certainly uh, take you over the top. But what do you think about a guy like Joe Harris tonight? It's hard not to like the ancillary pieces of Brooklyn, knowing there's no Kyrie, knowing there's no Kevin Durant. So, yeah, and Harris has been good lately. 26 DraftKings points per game over his last five. Playing big minutes. We've seen the scoring, you know, go like uptick, eight straight and double figures. So I like Harris. I like Danny Green. Um I like Josh Hart, especially if Lonzo sits. I think there's a lot of opportunity for Hart. Uh, if Lonzo sits, we saw Lonzo out of the lineup. He had six assists. Hart did. So also a revenge narrative for Hart as well. So I think this little value tier is nice between Green. Um, I didn't even mention Alec Burks, who continues oh. to ball 42 fantasy points for the second straight game. 30 minutes again. We didn't mention Will Barton, who's firmly in play, who's continuing to put up 30 at plus fantasy points tonight. Uh, he's firmly in play against Orlando. I think small forward, this is one of the, the the deeper small forward positions we've had in in a while, man. I mean, I, I like all of those guys. And um, 
I guess we can't go back to Thibault well unless he was starting. So I'll cut my exposure probably at who's the lowest? Uh, Reggie Bullock, 49, Danny Green, 49. It's probably the lowest I'd go. Yeah, I agree with you. That's probably the lowest I would go as well. Uh, power forward, uh, how do you not play Julius Randle? I mean, not, not how do you not, like you have to, right? The way Randle's been playing right now. Yeah, 58 fantasy points a game over his last five, 41 minutes per game over that span. I mean, he's just on the floor the entire night. And he put up 55 against Washington in just 32 minutes earlier this year. So, uh, honestly, he's probably a top two. Like, if there's no Harden, I you can make a case that Randall is, like, the best spend-up on the slate. I know Jokic is still alive and breathing air. Um, but uh, Randall might be the... The top three spend as of right now with Harden active. So, uh, yeah, I think there's no way around playing Julius Randle these days. And you'd uh, be silly not to get some exposure at the very least. Uh, the tier below them on FanDuel, you know, Randle's 10K now. Um, but Toby, Tobias Harris, 8,800. Zion Williamson is $8,600 against the Lakers. Bam Adebayo is $8,000 against Phoenix. Uh, and Draymond Green, 7K against Philadelphia. So no no Curry obviously makes Draymond quite appealing. Didn't wasn't great in that second Memphis game, but um, we can expect Green to pick it up. I like Harris all formats. I think he's pretty safe, even though he's coming off 33 fantasy points. Tough matchup against the Knicks, you know, only 33 fantasy points, five for 18 from the floor. Um, Zion's fine. Again, you know, even with these peripheral stats, we're still like not getting many 50 fantasy point games. So. I think he's good. I think that the Lakers definitely are deficient in the front court in terms of defense. So um, Zion's fine. Harris, all formats, and uh, Draymond. I think for tournaments is a is a really solid play. Yeah, I'm with you there. Middle tier. I'm not touching Gordon. We talked about this already. The trade uh, swirling around him. Um, but other guys, you know, Rob Covington is 6,100. That's a guy that we've really liked playing lately. Um, just safe, you know, if the shot drops, he has a huge ceiling. Uh, but steals and blocks remain, continue to be there for him. Uh, we know we like going up against Brooklyn as it is. Um, where are you on JTA? Um, you know, I believe, right, is, is Wiseman and Looney still out for this game? Do we have uh, – no, yes, Looney's active. Okay. Looney is that, Looney's active. Yeah, Looney is going to be active. Not on the health, not on the Tuesday injury report. And uh, Pashel also probable to play. Right. Okay. So that flips that flips JTA because he was looking really good uh, yeah, the other night with his potential role. Uh, Markeith Morris is forty seven hundred. I think I was a little disappointed that he only played twenty three minutes um, against Phoenix, um, but I have to believe his role's gonna be closer to twenty five to thirty with LeBron out. I know THT got a lot of that run, so. Um, you know, something to watch there. And then our guy, Nick Claxton, you know, we've touted him. We keep on talking about him. And now 26 minutes, three straight games of 20 or more minutes um, for, for Claxton here. He played more than DeAndre Jordan did the other day. Uh, Blake Griffin did not cut into any of his time. Uh, is it time? I mean, I guess we've already been saying it, but is, is 4,600 too much for you when it comes to Nick Claxton? Or do you think we're just getting on the come of the price upgrade right now? No, I think – that's fine uh, because he does provide a lot of peripheral stats um, 
averaging one and a half blocks per game. So I get why FanDuel raises price. Only 3900 on DraftKings. I think that's too cheap. Um, I'm also out personally on Markeith because the minutes did go to THT and they just ran Harold Kuzma THT in their forwards and center spots. So I don't want to pay 52 or 47 for Markeith. I liked him when he was high threes, low fours. Um, but I do think there are a few interesting uh, tournament darts Paul Millsap, John, $3,900 on yeah. DraftKings. 29 on, minutes last game. On the road, though. On the road, but we saw 30 minutes out of Millsap. So yeah. just something to, to point out. I, I do agree that he's on the road, and he, he has been historically better. But the 30 minutes is where I've really – and he fouled out. So, like, 30 minutes and fouled out. So right. what could what it could have been. Um, and then Alper Camino played 28 minutes against Boston – and the minutes have been slowly trending up, but like if you just look over the game log, ten straight over twenty one, um, three of the last four over twenty four, not the best production. I understand that, but eighteen plus fantasy points in three straight. We know Alfred Camino is good defensively, so he can provide us with a multiple steal game as long as he gets these minutes. Um, Thirty eight hundred dollars. Like I'm not like I don't think I'm crazy to think that he can easily get us what 25 fantasy points in this matchup and yeah, at, at 38 i mean like who's just, what is your j crowder price tag on DraftKings? 4500 which it's a good price he's 3900 on fan mm, in a spot where like we should get the 30 minutes out of him against miami i would assume yep, yep. um you know 28 31 28 30 the last three games for him 24, 20, 18, and 26 fantasy points. Um, you know, this should be a game where he plays 30 minutes and matches up well uh, against Miami, a little bit of a revenge game he played for them last sure. year. Um, you know, I think Crowder at 39. You know, we, we go back and forth and, and throw Crowder in our lineups. Um, I, th- I feel like this is a good uh, Jay Crowder spot. Yeah, it's good to see him play 30 minutes too even with Cam Johnson returning and playing 60 minutes. So that's that's definitely positive, and uh, I can get behind Jay Crowder at third. He's only 45. I could probably get him. I could probably get behind him on both sides to be a Yeah, 40, you need 22 fantasy points on DraftKings for 5X. So um, totally, totally doable there. Uh, center, Nikola Jokic here against Orlando uh, is 11K. Battle of the Nikolas here. Which Nikola do you prefer? Battle of the Nikolas. Battle Nick- of the Nikola X. You know, like uh, <laughs> who's who's gonna get the most uh, out of their out of their performance there? Um, I mean, listen, you don't need a reason to play Jokic. <laughs> we tell you all the time. Yeah. He's 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 good. He's better than he was last year. Give him credit for the turnaround. He uh, is currently the he is currently the uh, clubhouse leader in uh, on DraftKings Sportsbook for MVP now that LeBron's hurt. So it was Joel Embiid like two weeks ago. It is, now, it is now Nikola Jokic with Embiid and LeBron out. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, he's been good. No doubt about it. 100%. Um, Montrez Harrell, $7,500. Do you, do you, yes. you go here? Yeah. Yes. Steven Adams wearing tough, it on. Tough matchup. Tough matchup. And I think you can fade it. I'm not going to say like it's a must, but if we're going to get this type of minute, if we're going to get the minutes, John. He's played 30 and two straight. He's had two. He's had Capella and he's had DeAndre Ayton. 
and a great defensive unit in Phoenix, and he's gone for 40 and 39 fantasy points. So I think he's earned our trust, but I want to shout out Bam, who is coming off 54 fantasy points. He's coming off 41, 41, 54 in three straight, only $8,100. I know the matchup against Phoenix isn't great, but 8100 for Bam seems a little... Seems a little cheap. I I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I that price stands out to me at least up here. Like if I'm not playing for Jokic, I think Bam would be the next place I look. I I I, I talked about Bam as power forward because sadly that's where he is as uh, on Fanduel. I'm in 100 percent agreement though. I I love Bam, uh, at especially at his price tag at eight thousand dollars Fanduel wise. Like eighty one on DK. So it's like yeah. why? Like I feel like. It's it's harder to pay like 85, 86 where it generally is, but this seems like a discount. Uh, it does. Yeah, I've, I've said it since he's come back that I've been in on all in on Bam um, in a matchup where I think that they can have success, and we like tagging it, like you mentioned. Uh, really, just a really good spot for him. Uh, what's your what, what's going on with Enos Kander in your opinion? Minutes are again turning down a little bit. Twenty three to fifteen. The last two games. Is it just a matchup against Dallas that hasn't played well for him? I mean, like, I'd like to pay $5,900 for him against Portland, <laughs> but what, what am I supposed to believe here? I mean, the, the, just the minutes lately haven't been there. Then I'm looking at Dwight Howard at $5,400, and he's coming off 32 minutes against the Knicks, and now he's getting Golden State and Kevon Looney. I mean, that that feels like a, like a better play. Uh, yeah. I mean, the second game you could chalk up as a blowout. Nobody on Portland really played a lot. They got blown out. I don't I don't really understand why he only played 23 minutes in the first game, but um, they could just be going small, John. Like, that could just be what they do. And if if Brooklyn goes Claxton, maybe they do just go with, like, a smaller Covington at the five type lineup uh, because Claxton is big, but he's more athletic. I don't know. Like, I agree. I want to play Cantor, but it's very, very risky tournaments only. Um, I would rather play Dwight. I feel safer about, I feel better about Dwight right now. I feel really good, John, about DeAndre Ayton current form. And he's $5,900 on DraftKings. The Minnesota game, you know, eight, 18 minutes had five fouls. The Minnesota game prior, you know, six fouls, 26 minutes. He's played really well lately. And again, $5,900 for DeAndre Ayton. I'm I'm buying into that, personally. Hmm. I just... He's... He, we are not even being asked DeAndre, for DeAndre Ayton to give us 30 fantasy points for 5X. He's like the Colin Sexton at center. <laughs> Can't get him right. Cannot pick the... I played DeAndre Ayton tonight, and he's going to give me 17 minutes like he did against Minnesota. I played... So he was my sneaky captain in the showdown right up the other night because he's been really good lately. And I think this is... Like, I think that there could be obvious foul trouble going up against Bam because we've seen it, right? He's fouled... He's almost fouled out in two of his last three, but 5,900 is too cheap. I'm just going to say it. Like, there's sometimes we just need to take advantage of of price points, and I feel like this is one of those times where current form DeAndre Ayton could smash. If he gets us 40 fantasy points, he smashes 5,900. 
you're the, you're the Phoenix Suns, right? It's it's the 2018 NBA draft. You have the number one uh, overall pick. Uh, are you still taking DeAndre Ayton over Luka Doncic, uh, Trey Young? Oh yeah, all of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're Phoenix, you have to say yes. Like you can't go back on your word. You can't be like, nah, I'd probably take Luka. Like you have to hope Ayton develops into. There's no doubt that this guy is incredibly skilled offensively. He just is not putting it all together. Uh, we see glimpses. He, he, I feel like he's gotten progressively worse. He has year. been progressively getting worse, and that that's fair. And I, I'm <laughs> that is that is true. But current form has been pretty good. Um, do, we, do we think that it was because of the steroids? You know, <laughs> could have been because of the steroids. he was on. He was. He did get popped for performance enhancing drugs. He, he has gotten popped for performance. That is correct. He missed the twenty games. Uh, or si- 60 games? 20 games. I think it was 20. Um, <laughs> uh, look, it's not a cash game play. It's not a play for those with faint hearts. But in tournaments, you get that exact mat- You get that exact production he gave you in, in Los Angeles. Like, this is a guy averaging 11 rebounds a game. He hasn't had double digits in four straight. Like, you're not... He's going to regress like positive regress in rebounds um i i just think there's a lot of upside at 5900 and I'm, I'm willing to bank on that in tournaments and i get it like i could just play nick claxon who's 3900 on DraftKings, right he's 3900 what is alex len your boy okay let's do this let, let, let's talk about this for a second between you and fancy alex len not my boy okay and, <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's all i had to say um I mean, probably it's against the Knicks. Mitchell Robinson's back, and that's why they ranked thirtieth against centers, right? So, yeah, I think if I you think, can promise me twenty-eight minutes out of out of yeah, Alex we're, Len we're again, we're playing. We're playing. Well, I'll probably consider it. Maybe. <laughs> okay, you thirty-nine hundred left. Alex Len, Claxton, Kev, Kevon Looney. Probably Claxton, right? Thirty nine hundred, or do you lean Len? I think I probably go Len because he's starting and like. That was the first time we've seen Claxton play more than DeAndre. So is it a fluke? Is it right? I hope it's not a fluke. I'm hoping the Knicks are re- our Nets are realizing that he's good. Um, I, ho- I hope so too. <sighs> Alex Len is so inconsistent. I it know. is. It is the worst feeling playing Alex Len. Let's just get that out in the open. Alex it is Lund's a starting. horrible cool. feeling. First quarter ends, and he's got one rebound and three fouls. You're like, what did I do to myself? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I do think I, I do want to circle back Stephen Adams. I don't know if he's seen no, yeah, 35 yeah. and 36 minutes the last two games for Stephen Adams. Yeah. And I think if there's no Lonzo, that benefits Adams. Big size that. advantage for him in this matchup too. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I think this could be like one of those peak rebounding games that we get out of Adams. Back to back games with double digit rebounds as it is. Yep, and uh, I mean, we, I mean, I don't know. I, just a thought, fifty two hundred. I know, like Stephen Adams isn't a exciting guy to roster, but I mean, if this, we know he's a better scorer than four points, six points, four points, like. This is double-double territory for Steven Adams, just considering the size, like you just said, the size advantage he has against Montrezl Harrell. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, probably better for game stacks. I don't know yeah. if I would use them as a one-off when, like, yeah. Dwight Howard's 100 bucks more in FanDuel. 
Oh, that I mean, that's yeah. I mean, Howard's six K on DraftKings, so eight hundred dollar difference. But I do agree, Dwight is definitely the safer player right now. Dwight's been damn good. Yep. Dwight has been damn good. Uh, is Philly on a back to back? Do we know tomorrow? Let us look. I do not have it up in front of me. I got let's, it up. Hold on. Hold it up. Oh, let's see. Let's go. Uh, they are not playing tomorrow, so. So should, Blake should be good for 30. Yeah. He should be good for 30. 30. Yeah. Be and, it's, and a size advantage there. Kevon Looney, you know, gives up quite a bit. I mean, Looney's like, what, 6'8, 6'9, 6'10 in stilettos? So, uh, <laughs> trying to see. Uh, Brooklyn is on a back to back. Denver is on a back to back. Phoenix and Orlando are both on back to backs. So, well, maybe we get Aaron Gordon out. For both because they're trying to trade them anyway. It's possible. Uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, all right, well that wraps it up. We'll have obviously everything going for you guys for the six o'clock uh, six game slate for today. If you have any questions, you know where to hit us. James, any final thoughts? Uh, no, good. But uh, we'll catch you guys at the live stream. We will. We're on the live stream today, aren't we? Yes, sir. Oh.